Man. Palestine and Israel. We not breaking that down. I got to talk about it, but I can't break it down. Not in one episode. But let me go ahead and run this intro. Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. Thank you all for tuning in to the 49th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. As mentioned, I this situation with Palestine and Israel, it goes back so many years and there's so many layers to it. But it's something that's relevant, or I should say a part of that conflict actually resonates with me for a different reason because it gives it provides insight into relationships what do i mean by that well if you go back you realize how israel was created because it wasn't always israel just like iraq wasn't always iraq you know those countries have went through a changing of names and governments leaderships all that good stuff But it's interesting, instead of dealing with the problems between the Arabs and the Jews, instead of dealing with how the land was taken initially in an attempt to take care of people that were almost eradicated in World War II by asshole Hitler, they created an issue that has persisted for generations. Now, some of you may hear it every now and then, you may understand that Israel is going through what they're going through, or I should say Palestine and Israel are going through what they're going through because of a problem. Well, what's the problem? It's land. And it's something that you may have heard maybe dropped almost in passing while Russia was invading Ukraine. It was like, this is post-World War II. We just don't do that. Like other countries take over other people's land. Well, yes, how we kind of do. Because that's what happened with Israel. Now, this is not me taking sides. This is not me attempting to explain away all the issues that go on between the religion of from Christians to the Jewish people to the Muslims. It's just, it's messed up. How when you don't deal with something, how it can create huge problems years later. And it's also enlightening because something that I mentioned many times, with relationships, you often need context. So you go back to World War II, how did they, how did Israel come to be? Well, it was a land grab for the Jews. Okay, but if you go back even further, you find out 
that people have been meddling in those countries for years. Now, I'm not talking about during the time of the alleged walking of the land by Jesus Christ of Nazareth after being born in a manger, even though Mary ain't do nothing. I mean, it's hard to explain a pregnancy thing. No, never mind. I'm not even going there. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's amazing how that relationship is so tumultuous, yet we keep letting it persist. And to some degree, we are at fault for it. We meaning America. Because you can't just say that might makes right. So a couple of days ago, Palestine launched hundreds of missiles. Or I'm sorry, rockets. Need to be specific. Rockets at Israel. Well, Israel has a defense system called the Iron Dome. So pretty much what happens is somebody fires something airborne. They have a defense system that shoots it out right out the sky. So it's Trevor Noah used a good analogy. It's like your little brother hitting you like a little, little brother. You're like, just say 16. You have a two year old brother and the little brother hits you. Do you hit them back? Because, like, what's the point? Is that two-year-old really going to hurt you? But in the same token, you're strong now because you have been propped up. You have been given so much strength and authority by the U.S. and other nations. So it's context again. Context keeps popping up. And it's really important to understand. Let me bring it to this side of the ocean. You have people that are still literally saying that 45 is still the president. Now, it's easy to say, you fucking mook. No, he's not. By the way, a mook is a contemptible person. It's not a slur. But it's it's easy to just disregard those people. What is hard to do or challenging to do is to actually engage those individuals and talk them through the process of what's going on to see where they are. And as I told you, many times dialogue is needed to get to any type of truth. Otherwise, assumptions are left. Otherwise, ignorance just stays pervasive. And that's not really what we want to do. Now, in the 330 million people that we have in America, everybody will not agree on most things. I mean, you still have people that, hell, some people believe that there's a God. Some people believe that there isn't a God. Some people believe that there is no God. Some people don't believe in God, but believe there is one, which is... Anyway, some people believe also eh, that there might be. So they're kind of on the fence. It's like pick a side really to me, but that's how people are. So in discussing things, you have to really present yourself as open as possible to receive what they're giving you. So that's relationships, that's politics, that's everything. But when you look at the problem in Palestine and Israel, 
it just stood out to me, mostly because I've been following politics since I was a little kid. But it really stood out to me like this is what it's come to. Like we can see it every day, all day. Now there's international news that you can turn to literally on if you have cable TV like BBC. You could just turn to a station and watch 24 hours of coverage of how buildings are being blown up. People are dying. Whereas back in the 80s, while this relationship was still being cultivated, things were still going on because World War II was a long time ago, mind you. And this relationship was still being kind of put up, as they say, kind of stood up, backed. It's like, again... 16-year-old brother fighting a two-year-old little brother. It's not really fair, but that is the case. So something that I think the through line I want to give to you all this week is to remember context. Remember that every time we have a chance to understand something and we let it go, we may be facilitating ignorance. We may be allowing ignorance to just go ahead and just hang around. That's not allowing growth to happen. That's not allowing understanding to develop. Now, I'm not, this isn't coming from like a super psychology communication. It's actually more philosophy. Yeah, it's kind of my life philosophy. Like I, As I told you before, I ask a lot of questions. And I'll just keep asking questions until I'm clear. I'm just not like a two-year-old, like, why? Why? No, <laughs> like, I actually have a point. I have an end to, to get to to understand where you're coming from. But we have to keep discussions going. We have to have those hard discussions. We have to understand why some people might think 45 is still president. I'm not saying you're going to change their mind, but you understanding them might help a little bit. And understanding them might, seeing that understanding being given to them might open their eyes to discussion of other things, which is really cool. Hell, we have discussions that need to happen. You can't just say, oh, you're stupid, you're an idiot if you don't get the vaccine. No, it's people's body. They have the right to put in what they want. Now, it is kind of confusing to me when people will drink and get drunk, which literally is poisoning your body. That's what you're experiencing. Being drunk is experiencing a poisoning. You have taken in a chemical that your body, that's not normal to it, so your body's trying to process it. The hangover is dehydration. So when people talk to me about, I don't really want to get the vaccine, but then you still want to get blasted. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. I can still understand you. Let's make sure we keep that, the idea that dialogue is necessary, y'all. This conflict that's been going on since World War freaking two. Do y'all really get how long that is? Like 80 years. Like think about arguing with somebody for the age of your grandparents if they still around or somebody else's grandparents if yours have passed away. Think about arguing with somebody that long as long as they've been alive. That shit would get tiring, huh? It's really unfortunate. 
I hope that we can use the pain of others and the pains of our past to develop ourselves into a better existence. I really do. I don't think it's necessary to just keep repeating the cycle of the past. Whether it's racism, I don't, now mind you, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to go away 100%. But it's a lot of things that have been going on in my lifetime. And it seems like things are getting better now. But things are still going on that have been a problem. They have maneuvered, they have masked themselves. For example, for some reason, it's bad to teach about slavery and the real effects of it instead of just in Black History Month. Some people really have, states are putting forth bills to prevent teachers from teaching it because it's so horrible and kids can't handle it. Well, a few years ago, not that long ago, like what I'm saying a few years ago, they had fairy tales that were tales of how to deal with problems. Cinderella, I think that's the one with the shoe. Her stepsisters mutilated themselves. One caught off her heels, one caught off her toes, I believe, in an attempt to, in a real story, not the Disney shit, the real story, in an attempt to fit the shoe. Yet now, kids can't hear about slavery. They can't hear about systematic racism. I'm not sure if they want teachers to lie to them or not, but they, that's, that's the way it is. Because I don't, I don't, and also it, it was stated, this one kind of took me back. A lady was crying saying, I'm not a racist. So why do my kids have to hear about this? And one side of me was like, bitch, it ain't about you. And it don't matter if you're a racist or not. Your kids need to know what's going, what went on and what's happening right now. And how this country was really built. But then the other side, the more refined side, if you will, seriously thought, that's a problem. That's the stopping of communication. That's the stopping of understanding. That's the stopping of letting someone else be informed to make their better decisions, hopefully. We need to, we should not ever let ourselves or anyone around us be a Israel in Palestine. We just shouldn't. And I hope, fingers crossed, that we won't. I got one more topic for you. And we'll go ahead and jump into that right now. This week's last topic, I want to make sure that we get something clear. We like sometimes to be right. We like to point out what's wrong. But we have to make sure that we are always using the proper context for right and wrong. I've seen a lot of black people get caught up in different ideas of what's right, what's just. Well, 
to be quite frank, just and justice has been written about for years. So there's obviously a big discussion to have. And this is the, the idea of justice is not what this segment is going to break down and bring to a fine point. But I want to provide you with the idea to keep in mind or what I would hope you would keep in mind. And it reaches it to a couple of different areas. One, every single day we wake up, we have choices. And every single day that we make these choices, it really is more of a personal thing than something that is externally driven. It's more internal. So while there are things that are in place that might hamper us, a lot of times it comes down to us. A lot of things that we might think we deserve, sometimes we need to step back and really reassess if we deserve them or not. For example, got into a discussion about reparations. And I listened for most for the I was saying most of the conversation because I was attempting to understand where the person I was discussing was coming from. And they basically had the position that they just stopped talking about it. So obviously they don't care about reparations. They don't really care about taking care of black folks. So I had to ask the question, are you a direct descendant of slaves that you know of? Are you a survivor of slaves? And they just looked at me kind of like tilted head like a confused dog type of deal. And I said, let me break it down for you. Reparations were meant, the 40 acres and a mule thing that you hear about, that was really meant for the survivors of slaves around Reconstruction time. That was meant to take care of those people that were released into society yeah, they're free. Channel slavery is ended and all that good stuff. Yeah, okay, Juneteenth, got it. Yeah, but they weren't really set up for success. So reparations were really meant to counterbalance that. You are not the direct descendant of a slave. Well, let me be uh, as precise as possible. You likely are not a direct descendant of a slave. Meaning... The lineage that you have right now, even though it was just 1865 when it ended, the middle part, your parents, your grandparents, if anything, your grandparents and great-grandparents really are the ones that are owed reparations. Because you have to look at the qualities of equity. Now, these are big topics and big ideas I'm throwing around. I got it. And I'm not trying to give you a dissertation within a podcast, but it's really the idea that's truth. Now, am I saying systematic racism doesn't exist? Absolutely not. Am I saying that the police need to be retrained? A whole lot of them need to be fired and we need to reimagine policing to more of a community thing? That, that yeah, all that stuff is true. But things as such, as such as reparations, those things, those things from the past, 
Sometimes those things from the past are so cantankerous to the present because we cannot let go of it. While I recognize how awful slavery was, I have been to the African American History Museum in Detroit. I have watched numerous documentaries on slavery. I have seen pictures and I've heard the voices of free slaves. Well, there's one at least on YouTube interviewing, talking about how you need to own your own stuff and don't use credit. Pretty smart man there. Anyway, I also understand that that is not our time. What if, just like we want policing to be reimagined, we reimagine our power? We reimagine the effectiveness of us getting involved in society in the areas of legislation, in the area of community leadership, in the area of family maintenance. Let's work backwards. That family maintenance thing can be getting into therapy to deal with some of the BS from our childhood or dodhood, tragic things, trauma, that maybe we hold on to that affects us every day. The community leadership could be simply cleaning up your neighborhood, volunteering at a homeless shelter, helping people out or running for local office, city council, things like that. Or a school board member. When you're tired of kids being stupid, you need to probably look at what they're being taught. Cause often, <laughs> man, especially down here in Texas, they just be on some other stuff. But we have to get into the habit. Oh yeah, I left that one. The other, the legislation. We need to be calling Congress, they need to know us. They have offices where you are. The state representatives, the state senators, and then on the federal level, House of Representative members, and then our uh, state senators at the federal level. So we have opportunities to engage and effect change. Change, again, does not always mean it's going to happen as soon as you raise an idea or as soon as you name or identify a problem. But we can do work. But reparations, in the case of this conversation I was having, it was being bastardized from what it really was supposed to be. So context within the framework of us being better people, right and wrong, and justice, we always have to apply that. Because we aren't having fire hose sicked on us. Now it's more subtle. Sometimes it's, it's laws that have been put in place to make sure things happen. We affect that. We affect the people that make the laws and enforce them. Reparations won't create a situation where that's not the case. Reparations will put lipstick on a problem and tell them to hit the stroll and go make some money because the system is not changing because of reparations. Our context is the present context. We can be better. We can affect change. We ought to be working to affect change. 
I hope you are. Please do not sit in the past or let your mind hold too much onto the past. Yes, you recognize the past. Yes, you understand how bad it was. But in 2021, if you're not making 2021 moves, if you are not trying to elevate yourself and those around you, it don't matter what happened in the past because you're not letting this tree or this flower bloom. You're not doing something right now that can help you right now. With that said, this has been the 49th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lono. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time.